Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 40 of Geek Out Nerd Rage. I'm Rob, and I'm joined, as always, by the guy who's reaching for a beer right now, Josh. Hey, well, you gave me this awesome beer, and it's I true, wanted I to try it. The Mad Elf Ale. Uh, Trogs? Try it now at your local giant. <laughs> I, I mean, we did buy it from Giant Eagle. We are not sponsored by Mad Elf. I did. No, we did. I did not buy it. Um, mm. Wow. Mm, okay. So... Definitely tasted cherries. Less on the honeys, but mo- mostly cherries. It's strong, isn't it? Yeah, that's my first reaction. I... It, is, it is a strong beer. Yeah, this is 11, 12%? Holy crap, 11%. It's, it's 11, yeah. Mm. It, it is not a uh, beer for the week. So apparently dro- Rob's trying to get me drunk. It's true. On the first date. No, this is date number this 40. This yeah, is, this, this is, is episode this 40, is right? Yeah. Wow. We are officially past. No, I think this is middle age. I want to see if you if you beat. Let's go buy a sports car. I want to see if the podcast. You want to buy it? I have no money. I want to see if we get to fifty episodes before you hit two hundred followers on Twitch. Uh, I got a feeling he's gonna hit two hundred followers way before. I actually think I hit one fifty last night. Um, Yeah, so one fifty. He's to the snowboard. Oh, we should probably introduce you. By the way, he's tired. I don't think if I introduced him, not gonna be that engaged. I, I don't think I really count in this podcast. Hi, William. Hi, Rob. How are you? Uh, <laughs> Why are you? Because uh, I got up at. I start. I started working at eight this morning, and I haven't stopped working until. By working, you mean studying, right? Either studying or in class or. Gotcha. Or yeah, like, that's what I meant. Yeah. Doing homework, you forgot. I didn't like entirely forget, I and mean, I would have had to do it last night. So I mean, technically, I just. You know, borrowed from yeah. It is midterm time for uh, for young William here. Yeah, they just scheduled two of them for for tomorrow, young Sheppy for young Sheppy Sage. I mean, I don't know. it's fun to say Sheppy Sage. If, if you, you can say, say it right, it's even better. Sheppy Sage. Hey, yeah. look at that! He almost did it. Right. Sheppy Sage. Nope. Nope. Not not even close. Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> what about the day I was born? Not even close. Hey, I just realized something. Something I meant to tell you guys. And uh, why not tell you on the podcast? Okay. Guess what I did today? Had lots of meetings. Joined the gym. I, I actually love meetings. Joined Wait, did the you book join club. Shady Side X Gym. We should actually go. Uh, we we will, all I, have memberships I, there now, right? I will. It's true. I will, I will bro down at the gym with you. Dude, let's do this. I go in the mornings because I work at 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. You go in the mornings? I have to. I, I'm not going to go after I get off work at 7 p.m. It's late. We're not going to see you then. You, you guys might, only go I, I, at night? I will sacrifice for you. Sacrifice for me? If only because, like, I'm probably not going to be able to go to the gym if I don't go in the morning as well. Put it this way. Pretty much my, my plan is to start just doing cardio for the longest time and then actually do oh, other stuff. Like, treadmills are going to be my friend. You, you should, you Elliptical should, is my best friend. You should come learn how to lift with me. I, if you we, can, we can teach me how to lift. No, we can get a lesson. We can oh, schedule an appointment, okay. and they will tell us how to not suck at life. Okay, this is probably not interesting podcasting, so sorry, guys. I just I just joined hey, today, so I'm kind of excited. Th- this is Join nerds pretending to get in shape. Well. This is like the natural habit of concept. Nerd. I have hope. I, I can do this. <laughs> I've got... High hopes, low expectations. Low expectations. Anyway, how was your weekend, Josh? You were back in Ohio. Ohio, yeah. I visited the family in Ohio. It was my wife's birthday, so we went to go visit her family, and then also my 
cousin had a wedding reception that we went to. So it was a two for one deal. Exactly. Perfect nice. time to go home. Open bar. It was fun. Uh, yeah, it was open bar. bar. Nice. They had like this Even apple, better. cinnamon, rum, warm ale in a crock pot. Oh my gosh, gosh that sounds like something I could just get really hungover on. Oh, it was awesome. It, unfortunately, they didn't have a lot of it. So. You're going to have an open bar if you get married, right? I get to be the obnoxious uh, brother, right? Can't we just have you're alcohol gonna do that on anyway. like two drinks? <laughs> I'm such a cheap date. Yeah. <laughs> Come and, on. He, and as soon as he has two drinks, he tells everyone who will listen that he's such a cheap date. <laughs> he does that when he's sober, as we can I'm already yeah. saying it. It's like whatever. This has already been a thing. It, it doesn't help to tell people after you've been drinking because generally speaking, you have to tell them in order to let them start you start. Yeah, drinking. But once you start drinking, you start thinking it's funnier and funnier. So you just start telling everyone. Nah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not much of a storyteller when I'm drunk. He's pretty quiet most of the time in his existence. Yeah. I'm one of those silly drunks. You are, it's true. Yeah. I, I will go I'm on philosophical drunk. rants when it's, I am drunk. I, I've not been a part of those. The, we haven't been drunk around you in a long time. It's true. And I will giggle at you while you're doing That's this. That's okay. I'm totally okay. okay with giggling. I'm a giggly drunk. I had, I had an epic uh, sailing ship metaphor when I was in Hungary. It was great. Hey Rob, what do you been what? up to? I feel I, I feel like this is if we go down he, that rabbit hole, streaming. we're never going to no, get out. I, of it. I, this is just like Sheppy talk. I, what, I, what do I rant about while drunk? I did the math. I'm on average now streaming about twenty hours a week. So you have a part time job now? Yeah, he's actually making money. Off I did. I got nice. a couple of donations last night. You know that that that's... when your thing works. Yeah, that's kind of. I awesome. figured out what the what the problem was. What was the problem? Somehow there were two instances of OBS open. And... So it had the old donation noise and the new donation noise. I came up with a new donation noise. Is it mm, donuts? No, no. It, it, it's so you, you play Borderlands, right? Yes. Borderlands. You know how how yes. Marcus is like no refunds. Yes. Two words, my friend. No, no refunds. That's your donation noise. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I like it. No, I like it a lot. It's perfect. Especially right now that you're playing Borderlands on the stream. It yeah. Makes perfect. I was sense. like, this this is perfect. I can't not do this. We, we did come up with like. Or at least I came up with if I start streaming a few of my sounds, so that's actually progress. It's, it's true. It's, it's gonna be I also Jackie know it, it will. <laughs> One more thing. Yeah. <laughs> what is amazing about you streaming so much is that you have a job that has irregular hours, and yet you still find the time to stream. It, it seems that streaming actually is very good for people with irregular hours it's true I, I the way that i figure it is i'm gonna be up until one or two in the morning anyway yeah so if i start streaming at 9 9 30 at night i'm okay see, most of the time he doesn't work that late except for tomorrow right that's my um, issue i could not stay up until 1 30 in the morning right i and have to be in bed at like if i'm awake after midnight my next day is gonna suck <laughs> yeah but it, it, it's been working out really nicely we've been getting more and more people following it's been really cool so say, we're, we're, we're up to like nine or ten regulars instead of six or seven and yeah. i've actually come and visited the you stream have. i was gonna say you are now. you are way more consistent than ever before which was uh, yeah. crazy because of when i go there there's people talking so i feel like i can join in yeah. before yeah. when i went there there's no one there i'm just like this is awkward well, the thing is away. people <laughs> would be there it's just they just, they're I, lurking I, I get a lot of lurkers in my chat no, that's yeah, cool that's yeah I, I i plan on staying uh you know, in the chat more often. But one other thing that we were talking about last night during the stream, uh, it, someone mentioned in our chat that one of our good friends, uh, Jerry, 
set a world record for Big the Cat Story oh, just for like, Sonic DX. Well, again. Again. Wait, wait, wait. wait. So, so, so Jerkrow. He's a speedrunner. He's a speedrunner. Okay, he's a speedrunner. There's... Uh, Twitch.tv slash Jerkrow. J-E-R-K-R-O. Okay. Um, he yeah. does a speedrun for a, uh, a, ra- a game called Sonic DX. Uh, Sonic Adventure DX. Yeah, Sorry. It, it was Sonic Adventure on the Dreamcast. Dude. That's my jam. Right. Yeah. And then it was rebranded on the GameCube Sonic Adventure oh. DX. Mm-hmm. And it's also on computer, apparently, well, which that's... is what he plays it on. But mm-hmm. it's still Sonic Adventure yeah. DX. That's why I was very confused by it. Because right. like, I'm like, I know Big Sakai because I played Sonic Adventure. Right. Exactly. So, okay. You know how each character has their own story mode? Yes. Yes. He does the Big the Cat in under seven minutes now. Yeah, I was well, more he, knuckles. He, than... he doesn't regularly do. It. He he's done it. He's done it. His, so the previous record was like seven eighteen. Yeah, minutes, the, he, he set the record. He was the guy who who ran. He set it and then he lost it. <laughs> this is true. You're and right. then he set it again uh, two days ago with a seven thirteen. With think. a seven thirteen, and then he did another run right after that and got it to seven oh eight. Well, no, no, no. He it was it was seven thirteen. He beat it by um, like a second. And then he beat that record by two seconds to get the 708. So okay. he, he had back-to-back so, record runs. See, on I, one I think that's the wrong way to do it. If, if I was him, what I would do is beat my record, or beat the record who person beat me, and then just let it sit until someone beat me again. Why stress yourself out by getting a better record even more so when well, you're just beating yourself? I mean, because you love the game so much. Right. Like, and so yeah, the, the, he, the really amazing thing, though, was he had a sum of best that was showing... 658. That's like all his best splits, so yeah. every different segment. Oh. Yeah, basically really? when you're doing uh, a speed run to get to give you an idea of how well you're doing, you, you practice you split sections. segment. No, you don't practice segments. You you basically well, you do. You, 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 you do a lap splitter yeah. every segment. Yeah, I guess you can do. You, essentially, segments. you you segregate it off into different sections so that way you yeah. can improve each section. So what you exactly. were saying is it, all his best runs of each section together equaled right. out to be six something. Right. 658. And they thought for the longest time that's not something that's really going to be possible. Getting under seven minutes is like they, they, you're they relying on best RNG, perfect movement, everything. They didn't think that 710 was possible. Right. For, for those of who are listening, RNG is random. Right. Number generation. Yeah, Correct. but random's good enough to say. Um, about a year ago, <laughs> for, for perspective, <laughs> though, they didn't think that sub eight minutes was possible. Yeah. A year ago. Yes. But now, as of yesterday... He got 658, and his best of his sum of, sum best. of best is now 652. Which apparently wow, he's going a for. Which pretty is small nuts. margin of error right there. That's actually yeah. pretty. Well, that's the thing good. is he he saved like two seconds on one segment, and that's enormous. Speedrunning yeah. is amazing to me. It's, it's really something incredible. I would never do because I do not have the patience for that, but it is pretty awesome that some of these people have fine-tuned the game to such a point where they've pretty much made it into an equation exactly. instead of the game. It, well, in any case, congratulations to Jerry. Uh, he's absolutely fantastic. He's one of the guys I'm going to room with at AGDQ. So I'm really excited for him. Um, but let's get into the topics for the week. And right. William is going to the Arctic. Yeah, well, well Antarctic, really. actually. Antarctic. Actually, yeah. from the story, yeah. I, I would suggest you not go. To be fair, it was 100 years ago that this story sort of took place. Fair, fair enough. Long, fair enough. Time I think ago. hypothermia still sets in at the same temperature, despite the... Actually, like, you can get hypothermia at like eighty degrees, which is insane. Like there are there are records of no, seriously, because it's just <laughs> sorry, well, not really. I mean, it is hypothermia. Hey, tell us first what this is about. Right, so that so we don't know why we're talking there about was, hypothermia. There was this British dude, Robert Scott. Robert Scott. Robert Scott. 
who led an expedition to the Antarctic um, in about 1910, the early 1900s. and Turn of the century. Turn of the century, when the Antarctic was actually still unexplored. There weren't these scientific expeditions that go... There weren't tourist visits. Oh, let's go see the Antarctic. It know? was one of the great unknowns. It wasn't exactly. like, hey, we're gonna go do a cruise around... <laughs> hey guys, let's go look at that yeah, thing Yeah, it's, it's like, before we went to the moon, we started with the Antarctic, because <laughs> it was pretty much just as hostile as the moon yeah, you know, yeah. back then. It, it was a very... Unfor- it still is a very unforgiving <laughs> yeah. environment. And we did not, at that point, have the materials or the resources to really Absolutely deal with it not. efficiently. Yeah. Yes. Now we have, like, Oh, yeah, we've got generators and... and camps. Oh, camps. They played us... They Hand played warmers. Uh, soccer games. There are so many camps on there. They played, like, uh, matches against each other down there on the warmest day. That's hilarious. Yeah. I want to follow that soccer league. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> Anyway, oh so Robert Scott was down there, <laughs> right? And he died. Yeah, he he died of you know hypothermia. Hey, hey buried hey. the lead there. Okay, yeah. Oh, hey. Basically, there was it was a, a, a two pronged expedition. Uh, his Robert Scott's section, the su- the southern mission, mm-hmm. sort of pushed to to go to the pole, and because it was colder, basically they they died. Um, <laughs> they the, did not do the well. northern uh, could have gone better shore team. Uh, you know, just stuck around and did their experiments and exploration on the shore. The the pickup ship, or I guess the retrieval vessel, actually couldn't pick them up, so they they wintered over in Antarctica. Holy crap! Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ! Like, and so that was part of the reason why Robert Scott's section of the mission died because they like they, they couldn't bas- get out. They basically like abandoned him down there and kind of said, "Hey, I mean, good it's not. Luck. It You're wasn't really fucked. a matter of uh, abandonment. It's like." Or the Antarctic Ocean area is is actually very rough. That's um, well, full of ice, I'm guessing. Uh, the it's also just turbulent water. Okay. Turbulent. Like and ships weren't as good. Yeah, totally um, definitely. Turbulent. You can't just break out the icebreaker and plow plow ice. So, like, why are we talking about this? What, what... Okay, so yeah, why why are we talking about this? Why a, do we a get... guy on the northern branch? That is the people who survived okay who, who were able to successfully winter over which is nuts yes um this guy george murray levick um had a had a journal that he was writing basically while he was there and it was it detailed um it, it had a lot of detail details about the pictures that were being taken hmm. um so it's kind of a, a chronicle of the journey and it was found embedded in ice outside of like a hut that had Holy been crap. there. So this was, it's been there for a hundred years. It's so been, a book that's over a hundred years old was frozen in ice. Frozen ice, yeah. and they found it and they thawed it out. Yeah, and they're reading it and, now. And they're reading it and now. And thank God it was in English. <laughs> and they're looking at. It, they're going, okay. So nineteen ten April cold. Nineteen ten. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's about the pictures that were being taken at the time. So it's kind Took of a picture still of cold. cold. <laughs> lot, that is, lot. Lots of ice. <laughs> this More was, ice. This is Frank. He is cold. Yeah. List of bad ideas. This. Fra- Frank on April 12th. Colder cold. than yesterday. <laughs> Sorry. More, no, but yeah. More today than yesterday. That's freaking awesome. Uh, yeah, but uh, apparently the... Um, today than yesterday. Apparently the the hundred years of inclement weather had dissolved the binding, but they could still... It was legible, they could still get stuff apparently. Back. So they've digitized the book and they've rebound it 
um, which wow. is it, it's just it's it's just very cool that it's, it's kind of like the the uh, Tutankhamun thing that Rob talked about last week. Just these, it's not yeah. as old, but the fact that. Well, yeah. the fact that we were able to use technology to bring it back yeah. so to really be able to see more about this thing that we knew a little bit about, but now we can know way more about what was actually happening. Yeah. So his expedition survived, though, right? Yeah, they, they, they the wintered over. They were, they were able to hunt some animals. So, like, the northern Antarctic is yeah. a little bit warmer. Yeah, a little bit. Then, you know. My question is, why did he leave his freaking book? I it wasn't really explained. I would say, like, I, I would assume <laughs> that it was a matter. Hey, of hey guys, like, I forgot my book. I, I, I'm running around. I, I think Aww. it was a matter of like, <laughs> but it's my diary. Carrying weight and just like stuff that they they probably yeah. when they got out they were probably like, hey, we don't want to carry like, all oh this. Oh my shit. god, it's the they, boat. Get to were, the boat. <laughs> they were talking about restoring a lot of the stuff and just curating a lot mm. of the artifacts, I guess that you would call them, that were at the camp. Yeah. Um, and this was just one of them. So they've been doing this for. Like so they had the past... a whole camp that yeah. they found. Yeah, and they've, okay. they've been they've been curating all of this stuff for like the past seven years or so. And this was just this is an element the latest of that. find that they have. <laughs> That's from really that cool site. though. Yeah. They were able to digitize it, and is it available to read or are they? Keeping I don't it actually under know. Wraps? I, um, I don't imagine. I don't know why they would under keep it wraps. under wraps. Well, um, I mean, if they're done, I, I imagine that there's it. somewhere you could you could get, gain access to it. That's freaking um, awesome. So I'll actually look into that. And if there is a like an online database for it, we'll post it with the with the I'm link. sure it'll Sweet. be in some kind of scientific journal. Yeah, th- I mean, it's, it's, it's freaking cool. Find it on JSTOR. God. <laughs> don't even talk to me. It's available on Kindle. <laughs> I don't know if you did research. Oh, I did research on JSTOR. JSTOR. Oh, I totally did. I, uh, yeah. I hated it. I had to use... Question? What mm-hmm. the... JSTOR is is a online journal or series of journals that are of scholarly works that you Mm -hmm. can search by subject, though not efficiently. I was going to say none of none of them are efficient. There's 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 several. So in theory, it's a good idea, but in practice, it was poorly implemented. It's it's a great way if you're doing uh you know a research topic because you can kind of go broad Mm -hmm. topic, and if you know like. An article number or you know a magazine article that you're looking for mm-hmm. you can try and find it and a lot of times a digital version will be there um, I had to use it in college a couple times I used it in um, high school actually when I had to do a research project mm-hmm. as well so it yeah, it, it, it's, cool. it's really good if your professor says like hey this team or these people had this research or do research on this subject that you would be interested in. So you should go look for their articles and then you can narrow that down. That's what I found you can that go pro- from there. professors are really good at is not necessarily like knowing what you want, but being able to find it yeah. and just be like, here, let me give you this book. Go right? that way and read a thing. Yeah. So. All right. The uh, other thing is kind of a book. Not really. I, no, I mean, it's based on a book. So, yeah. Um, they're making a game based on Redwall. Which is awesome. And it, it's called Ghost of a Tale. And it I'm so looks kind of... It, it, it was just a, a short gameplay teaser trailer. It was actual gameplay. Um, and it looks really pretty. Um, so, from what I've seen, it seems to be a primarily stealth-based game. Because you, Which are, makes you are a mouse. Are, are you playing as Martin of Redwall? Or are uh, you playing as... I'm not entirely certain. There's some... Is there's it a, Timo? T- uh, Tylo or Tilo. I can't remember. The, the, it, it's, it's been weird. a while. There's some, te- yeah, there's yeah. some text quotes. 
And the person being addressed in the quote is Tylo. So I don't know if it's Martin... Yeah, it's been a long time since I read those. Yeah, I haven't read those books in a super long time, Um, but... I I've actually, only read like one of them. I'm not gonna. We lie, read a lot of them. It, I mean, we it's a remarkably large universe. So it is. He but, really. Actually, this is my biggest question about this whole thing: uh, is how do you say his name? Is it Brian? Brian Jacques. Brian Jacques. Jacques. Yeah, he's, it's he's French. a French Canadian. So it's not Jacques. Jacques. No, it is not. That's more fun to say. I'm not gonna lie. It's true. It Jacques. is. But um, no, so I, I read a lot yeah, of sure. the Redwall series and. The other books around it, uh, mm-hmm. Martin the Warrior, Redwall. Um, there was one that was the I can't remember what it was called. It was like the like the something patrol. Oh, the Long Patrol. The Long Patrol. Thank you. <laughs> which like ha- I got this. Which had a character named Tibar, who which was is a rabbit. Rabbit spelled backwards. And Tibar is rabbit backwards. <laughs> <laughs> They actually, it was clever. There were some really cool. <laughs> I thought it was fantastic. There were some the really time. cool ideas thrown around. Like at one point, and the enemy is is digging under the ground, making a tunnel mm-hmm. to get like through under the walls of the of the castle or or, or like the abbey to and, and dig up through there. And they use like cups of water to figure out where they're digging. And it's <laughs> just really neat ideas. That is really cool. So the game, um, the game. What is it coming out on? I don't know. It didn't actually. It didn't say. It was like just a gameplay trailer. That okay. It was at Gamescom. Okay. Um, so it's at Gamescom. But it's it, I, I'd imagine that it would come out on consoles and like maybe PC. It seems like it would be suited for for a console because it's like an over the shoulder kind of a, a, adventure game. Deal. And it's um, as I as I said, it seems to be most mostly stealth based. It's it, it almost reminded me kind of of like Amnesia Light. Because you're trying to avoid patrols of enemies and you're small, but you can, it seemed like you can wear armor at certain points in the game, so maybe there's a kind of a combat. So maybe it's like Thief. Um, oh, is, is yeah. What I'm thinking about Thief did not um, go over well, though. But well, Thief is a no, good the, game, the, the, the original one. The subsequent iterations of Thief got worse, but the I original was about to say, Thief was the, pretty This decent. version of Thief, the most current version was apparently pretty shitty yeah but the the original was pretty good as far as i can remember well this is interesting will the game be i'm looking at their website right now will the game be released on other platforms and consoles we'll look into mac so it's actually going to be on pc okay uh and linux releases but ultimately it will be uh de- depends it depends on whether unity can oh it is compile unity. i thought DX. it might be I so it's a unity it. based game which is awesome unity if you, people don't it's know so is powerful essentially a free system of developing games well i mean i think versions of it are free yeah if you want like you a can download Unity right now yes. unity right now and build a game it, it's it's very good because it it has physics sort of included in the package you don't have to write your code if you don't want to you can tweak the engine but it's got physics it's got sort of character models models the idea is you can make characters and shapes and objects in programs like uh something called blender which is just a 3d modeling tool and I'm being thrown into a blender. And and you can import these objects into Unity, and like collision meshes will already be there. Oh, Hit interesting. Boxes will be included. So it's very, very powerful and useful for people who aren't like 
huge development teams. Who can't afford can just, to buy, like, right. you know, Unreal you yeah. know, un- Engine. Unreal, so, like, Havoc, Yeah, whatever. so, like, Kerbal All Space Program is in Unity, for instance. Oh, interesting. It's, he- it's heavily modified, Essentially, but it's Unity. a lot of indie games are Unity-based. Yeah. And Unity is a great language to learn how to program in. For a lot of the basics and, and that it, you can and, learn in Unity are really nice. And it looks nice. really pretty. To be honest, like the yeah, game it's a good looks totally it fine. Looks sexy. Oh, and uh, Ghost of a Tale is the adventure of Tilo. Yeah. Okay, so, so it is Tilo. Tiny minstrel mouse exploring a yeah, mysterious it's true. He, he, He's world. got a loot. Not not loot. L o o t loot. L u t. So that the kind of loot that a rogue is doing. Yes. An instrumente. That's very cool. I'm excited, I'm excited for it. Too. Yeah. I, I love Dreadwall. If if they can pull it off well with the narrative, then yeah, I, I think it is, could be very cool. A is he still alive? And no, B... he is not still alive. Okay, that's he what I was sure. He passed away a couple years ago, actually. Mm. Yeah, um, pretty sad. Now, mm. one question, finally. Mm. Uh, as an adult, is it worth going back to read these books? Uh, actually, yeah, I would. Say I would so. say so. Would you think so? But going in with a bit of knowledge that it is definitely a kids book exactly but it's still entertaining i was gonna say it, it's intel i think it's sort of like a kids cartoon that uh, that was intelligently written yeah there is stuff that adults will go oh this is really intelligent and intriguing and compelling but for exactly. kids you can still just it's a fun adventure as a teen slash like 20 something i remember trying to read it again and feeling like it was it, it would have been beneath your level at that point <laughs> yeah, yeah at the time i did not in get into opinion. it i was a little bit past that point but as right. an adult now i can probably appreciate it more mm-hmm. than i did back when i was at 20 something i think that's exactly what would happen you would you'd be able to appreciate the writing of it mm-hmm. and be able to appreciate where it came from that kind of aspect and it's definitely something that you might read to not necessarily your own but someone's kids because <laughs> I, I don't have kids. I was going to say, so... I acknowledge the fact that not kids are not for everyone. Maybe I'll just read it into a mic and then say, hey, here, listen to this. I think that's called an audiobook, Josh. And creepy if I just gave it to a random kid. Oh, yeah, that's that's weird. Yeah. Don't, don't do that. I'm not yeah, going to do don't, that. Don't be that guy. <laughs> Wait, I've never even heard of that kind of. That's that's not. Don't don't there's no, don't. there's no precedent for that. It's okay. The guy gave my kid a USB stick and it had his voice on it. It was reading a book. I don't know. This is weird. I creeped out. I need an adult. I am not that adult. one though. All right, we're gonna move away from creepy people, and I'm gonna talk about my stuff now because I want to do that, and I can because I'm in control of stuff. We like to make him think he's in control of stuff. It's like I could reach exist, over, bitch. I could reach over and just hit the space bar, and this would all Try it. stop. I don't want to do it. You might I hurt mean, me. I could also just hit this space bar. Oh Try wow, it. we have two space bars. Come on, no, don't do it. It's a trap. I mean, fortunately, I'm not actually clicked into the recording software. Oh, you're not? Okay. No, God no. <laughs> <laughs> I would never give you. I that mean, I, I mean, I could probably screw with it other ways. Just be like Alt Tab Space Bar. Yeah, yep, then you would fuck with stuff. See, and then I would see, see, I know shortcuts. It's, I'm in your mind. It's all anyway, about the shortcuts. This past weekend, there was the Extra Life Marathon. Speaking uh, of shortcuts, uh, I don't know that. That's not a that shortcut. Speed, speed running games using shortcuts. Yeah. Uh, but Extra Life's more about charity. Game. It is. It's Give more about just like a 24-hour marathon. Anyway. All right. A little bit of backstory for those of you who weren't paying attention when we talked about Extra Life last year, because we talked about it a little bit at, uh, right when we first started recording these. Yeah, actually. I was about to say, we've almost been recording for a year, haven't we? Yeah, it'll be wow. a year in January. So, uh, Extra Life um, is a charity group 
where the entire idea is they are donating to children's hospitals to allow kids to have video games, uh, consoles, other things, um, to actually help out with um, their treatment and their recovery. Um, and it goes a little bit beyond that as well. They'll do things like actually just donate to the actual uh, hospital, and then they can do other things with it. Um, for instance, Rooster Teeth works with the Dell Children's Hospital of uh, Austin, Texas, mm-hmm. and they were able to get an imaging machine to help out with uh, diagnosing exactly where uh, the cause of epilepsy is for children. Wow. So that if it's something that cannot be controlled by drugs, the doctors can get accurate, extremely accurate brain scans hmm. and actually find out where it is and potentially go in and as safely as possible when it comes to brain surgery, try and help uh, correct the problem. This is one of the only uh, machines of this kind in the United States and one of the only ones in the world, I think, that are in a children's hospital. So there's some really cool stuff that comes out of this. Um, But this past Saturday, October 25th, from I think it was 8 a.m. to 8 a.m. Central Time was the charity marathon that they were running. And this year they raised... uh, Total um, for the entire year, they've raised about uh, 5.4 million dollars so far this year. That's freaking awesome! Which is really really cool. 5.1 of those million were during that 24 hour span. Yeah, it's, that's the funny thing about extra life. So they're year round, but the the you know drive is only for like 24 hours, and that's where they make obviously <laughs> most like of their money. Feels like an NPR kind of thing. Yeah, yeah it, except for the drive is a lot more fun to listen to. Exactly. Than NPR. Hey, I like NPR. Okay? I, I like do, NPR but during too. a drive, it's annoying because it seems like every time I try to listen to NPR, it's only during that month they're trying yeah, to collect they're, money. Yeah, but they're reassuring you that it's just for that month. Exactly. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> what do you want during, them to do? During last year's marathon stream, that was when uh, they had the DDoS that was done against them. Unfortunately. This is what, this is what we talked about mm. earlier, was the fact that they had this distributed denial of service, or DDoS, that actually yeah, prevented oh. people from going to their website and donating, which was awful. That's a completely shitty thing. They didn't have any of those uh, kind of issues this year, but last year they, even with all that, still managed to raise $3.7 million. Maybe they so were using Note that right there. $3.7 million last year. Right. What did they make this year? They did 5.1. Damn, that's awesome. They reached the level that was reached for all of 2013, which was uh, 4.2, I want to say. Sounds right. Yeah, 4.2 million with nine hours left in the 24-hour marathon. That's freaking awesome. Yeah, it was was unreal, and that was really, really an amazing thing to see. Um, Some of the really big... Contributors, because you could actually make teams for this. Yeah. Um, or groups like KB Mod and the Internet Famous. KB Mod stands for Keyboard and Mouse or Die. Which, yes. And they do a lot of stuff with Twitch. That's who I ended up donating through was KB Mod. Because um, the guy that I was watching, I was like, you know what? I'll donate during this because I didn't donate during the Rooster Teeth one. I didn't want to buy the poster that they were selling this year. So I just donated what? directly. I just didn't want to buy it. A Rooster Teeth poster? Yeah, yeah, it was a periodic table of their characters. To which... podcast-only listeners, RSS is Rob's I've actually name. gotten in the habit of calling you RSS because uh, of the stream. It's kind of weird. I can definitely understand that. <laughs> um, but anyway, Rooster Teeth, um, from their donations... Um, I'm sorry, Internet Famous KB Mod, they did $247,699. That's a very specific number. Yes. <laughs> that is a precise number. Rooster Teeth... 
uh, was 244,364. And then third place was a group called Giant Bomb. (laughs) Giant Bomb, that's actually a a podcast. That's really awesome. Yeah, Giant Bomb did 191,533. So they all raised a lot of money. Now, the part that is kind of a a little bit misleading is Rooster Teeth does their poster sale, as I was mentioning. Yeah. Where all the proceeds from those posters, which are only sold during that 24-hour block, go to Extra Life. I I don't think that's that misleading. Uh, But here's where the misleading part is. Okay, fine. Mislead me. They sold 23,454 posters. And they did not include the sales of that to the total that they made. So not only did they make... How much was it originally? They uh, they were quoted as two hundred forty four thousand. Okay. That's that. the original quote. They actually combined uh, when you combine the poster sales with their amount raised, did four hundred forty two thousand three hundred eighty nine dollars. That is a lot bigger of a number. A, a, a hefty sum. It is almost twice as large as what they raised just by they yes. basically the same amount in poster sales, which is unreal. That, that's, that's so awesome. cool. Yeah, um, and it was something that I was really happy to see. I didn't get to watch all of Rooster Teeth's stream mainly because I wanted to do other stuff during the day. One thing Rooster Teeth did that was hilarious was Lavar Burton did a yes. reading of "Go the Fuck to Sleep." He did. He actually it did two readings. He did was... a regular book and then he did "Go the Fuck to Sleep." Come on, that was awesome though. If you haven't watched the YouTube video of him reading "Go the Fuck to Sleep," it's hilarious. It's fantastic. Reading Rainbow himself reading a book that is full of curse words. It's yeah. it's. All kinds of wonderful. Now, Josh, you were also part of a team, correct? Yeah. Uh, so my friend uh, Andy did a team that he wanted to do something a little bit different because it was during the Ice Bucket Challenge is when he first made this. Oh, during was, the ALS Challenge. Okay. Yeah, he thought gotcha. it would be hilarious. Not hilarious. He thought it would be cool to do the same thing they're doing by kind of making it more of a, instead of just donating to a team, to join a team. Oh, okay. So Thanks. he wanted to build the biggest team possible. Build the biggest team. Yeah, just kind of like a build, build awareness more so than anything. Yeah. Um, and he was requesting that everyone who joined his team to donate at least a dollar. Okay, gotcha. So I ended up joining joining the, his team and donating like twenty five bucks or something like that. Um, but it was a cool idea because it was more about raising awareness of extra life than about the donation part because more people know about it, the more people can donate money and the more money that gets made. And, yeah, and I the think uh, there's been talk of a couple of my friends putting together a kind of just like a video game tournament mm-hmm. alongside extra life and trying to donate some more to them so i i would definitely i think it's a great great cause yeah i think that there's some really cool stuff that can come out of it pittsburgh has an amazing children's hospital that's what i donated to yep. um and i think they could always use more support because you, you want to help out kids yeah you want to make it you want to make life better um we have sheppy and i have a a, a good friend who uh, suffers from epilepsy mm, and we want to try we're going to try and put something together for her as well that's awesome would be cool fortunately she lives in canada so healthcare. yeah yeah she has it she she does <laughs> and it, it's good um <laughs> anyway anyway um the other thing though? is that i wanted to talk about is actually something completely different we're going to talk youtube YouTube. We're going to talk Ooh, YouTube, cool. and in particular, we're going to talk about the fact that YouTube might be considering going ad-free for subscribers. Really? They might have a subscription model in mind where you could pay some money and not get ads. So is this going to be for channel-specific? They haven't said. This is all conjecture and rumor right now. It oh, was okay. talked about a little bit um, by Susan Ojeki, who is the... I believe you. Uh, who's ahead. 
one of the head people of YouTube. Yes, Sheppy? Looking for it. It's, it's right here. He's trying to see if he can pronounce the name better. This oh. one here. So, yeah. Brother. You want to try that again? Rivalry here going on. No, I just wanted to see it. Mm-hmm. You, you didn't want to prove him wrong there? No, I didn't. You don't want to correct his, uh, his uh, pronunciation? It's like straight up Polish. Mm-hmm. Do, do you want to get back on the mic? <laughs> <laughs> Reminds me of uh, Ender Wigan. Because like, there's that little line. He's like, if Wigan isn't Polish, it is when it when it's spelled something completely different. Yeah. Well, are we making an Ender's Game reference right now? Yeah, yeah I am is. actually. Right. Okay, I was just making sure. Read, read the book. Or I have. I, it might be in. It might be in the uh, Ender, Ender Shadows. Shadow. Trilogy. I never read the Shadow series. Anyway, anyway. The, the big thought behind this is more and more people are starting to watch YouTube on their mobile devices. Where that makes up, I think, like forty or fifty percent of their audience right now is right. Uh, and it's not as easy. In fact, it's near impossible to be able to. Yes, Chappy. Reflecting on your English usage, it was nice. I wasn't. Like, <laughs> I'm not naysaying. I'm. I'm just reflecting. We believe you. Okay. I think. I think you're doubting a lot. I'm, anyway, I'm, I think your your new name is Thomas. Um, <laughs> you can't tab away and have the ad play and then come back to it. So they think that it actually could be a very viable thing where people would actually want to pay some money to not have to watch those ads. There are some ideas that are floating around that people are kind of saying, oh, would this be cool if they did? And one of them is exactly what you said, where you could build kind of your own little bundle of channels that you could watch and not have ads on that a, you're subscribed to. perhaps humble bundle. <laughs> no, that's already used. I was actually thinking something more like along as Twitch, where if you subscribe to a channel, if you actually... Donate to a channel. Not donate. What is it called when you... Subscribe. It is subscribe. Yeah. Okay. When you there, subscribe to a channel, you do not get ads for that channel. Yes, you do. You do. It used to be that you did. It used to be that Oh, they changed it. Now it's yes. just... So what you, your you get goodwill. if you freaking subscribe? Emotes. Not feeling bad if you use ad block you after that? special emotes. That's it? Yeah. Pretty much. Boo. Dude, 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 dude. Butts. Bots? No, butts. 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 It's it's a emote that one of the the only person that he actually subscribes to has. And it's just a, a text that just says butt. All right then. Well, that is definitely worth the five dollars a month. I mean, I think at this point it's more to support the the stream. Yeah, it does. I understand, but still, my point is, if they did something like that, what originally was, where yeah. you would subscribe to a channel and you no longer had to watch ads for that channel, that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah it would definitely be really cool. Um, but there are also people who are thinking, well, okay, this could go the way of Netflix and Hulu and Amazon, where there's now YouTube original uh, content. You're kind of, I, I feel like you're seeing that, but it's more you done. You are, I think, a users. lot with, like, Video Game High School. Exactly, that's what I was going to mention. VGHS, which just had its season three, which is awesome. Is it? Oh, it's so that's good. good. I should check it out. The, what was really cool about the way they did their third season is the fact that you can... If you buy it, you have access to all of it already. Or yeah. you can wait for it to come out. It's essentially like Netflix, literally, where yeah. it's like, hey, it's, you can buy awesome. a season right there and then. And yeah, watch. I binged on it last weekend when I had nothing else to do. Sweet. I was just like, done, watching. Freddie actually had a, uh, I think he actually has an ad on YouTube where he talks about how he can only do this series on YouTube. Except and that they released it through Vimeo. That's what made me laugh about it. But anyway, it was an ad that was like, you know, I could only imagine doing this through YouTube. Yeah, so it, it was, anyway, that's what people are really kind of thinking is going to happen. Um, and they're also talking about how it could be really focused on, th uh, 
certain types of content, particularly news, was one of the big ones. So yeah. actual YouTube-focused or YouTube-distributed news sources. As a cord cutter, like someone who does not have cable, I would love to have a place where I could go to for like like almost live TV news. Because that's the one thing I'm missing a lot is it's hard to do news yeah. when you're a cord cutter. I'm kind of wondering what that would do for the YouTubers who center themselves around doing news. Like, like Phil DeFranco? Yeah, and admittedly, and I think others. he would actually be hurt a lot less than some people because he's actually got... And basically an empire at this point. He's got an, a network of different things going on. So if yeah. his one channel went down, it would be it would be a hit. Or he could convert to this new model and actually benefit even more. I so. mean, yeah, maybe he, yeah. like he if, I, if I were YouTube, it. yeah, and wanted to start like a, a 24-hour news thing, I might say, hey, Phil. <laughs> yeah, court <laughs> you these. You have are, a following. I was going to say, court these people who are already You've got YouTube personalities. <laughs> And yeah, bring him in. Although, I think that'd be really neat. To be fair, yeah. if I were him, I think I'd be like, that sounds like too much stress. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thanks, but no thanks. For him, though, I think, or not for him, but for this whole topic, though, I feel like YouTube has actually been doing a lot to try to advance itself in the way it's perceived. Like we talked about before a couple episodes where they're doing uh, donations for uh YouTubers, where you can actually yes. donate the. Mm-hmm. I haven't really seen that role. You're fine, but I don't know. I mean, it's, apparently it's going to happen. So yeah. apparently that it's a thing. This, I mean, I feel like YouTube is doing the right things that it needs to do to keep itself relevant and not just fall behind. Exactly. Well, kind of going back a little bit, mm-hmm. I think that we can now talk about what you wanted to to bring to the table, Josh. Yeah. So I. At first, I was kind of nervous about this episode. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I was afraid. I'm not going to... I was petrified. I don't have very many topics. I don't really have any good topics. And then suddenly Marvel just released everything. Be like, yo, Josh, don't worry yourself, none. But before we talk about Marvel, I want to talk about something else real fast. Marvel is a big black guy. Something that everyone probably overlooked, but I think it's awesome. This is a big black guy. Who, me? It's a good point. No, no, what you're about to talk about. Oh. Oh, wow. Good. I really was surprised, Rob. I didn't even know you knew anything about Spawn. I know a lot about Spawn. I don't know anything about Spawn. Okay. So my first topic (laughs) is actually a different comic book series that is nothing related to Marvel at all. It is Todd McFarlane's Spawn. Not Seth McFarlane. No, Todd McFarlane. Todd McFarlane. So for you, how must it feel (laughs) (laughs) to not be the successful McFarlane? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Todd McFarlane is way successful. If I could talk, he really can't say that word. No, it's true. Successful. I should really successful. No, you you fucked it up again. That damn it! All right, so Spawn. I really need to get him to say it like every episode. (laughs) I hate you all. Um, Todd McFarlane. For those who don't know, he is a comic book artist slash writer who started out doing regular comic books for like Marvel and DC. I feel like that's a singer-songwriter in the comic world. An yeah, art, sure. An art, I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just like, my that. brain is not I'm picking up a clip there. Um, but, Wait, but I put it down for a reason. But I want to pick it up. <laughs> I'm letting this go. <laughs> I order it up. Anyway, he got in some trouble with Marvel because actually, believe it or not, he was drawing the webs for Spider-Man wrong. He did these really bolt-looking webs where they look more like... I think I remember that. Yeah. Wait, it... they... What? Okay, so... It's kind of weird. So originally, Spider-Man's webs were flat-looking. They just yeah. looked like flat webs. And he decided to do this like cool thing where he made them look like they're like 
ropes ropes like, like exactly. a like a braided rope kind like of a braided yeah. rope and he did this a lot in the comic and they're like you gotta stop doing that that's not how it's supposed to be drawn it's not it's not going with the code man and then he did the cover art for one of the spawns and he just had the webs all over the place it became this like iconic cover that people loved and marvel was pissed at him so because of all this and because of kind of that whole thing, he started Jesus Image Christ. Comics. How dare you do our job better than exactly. us? Exactly. Like they're like, this what is, a dick This is selling really well, but F you because you, you know, pretty much just flipped this off and said, no, I'm going to do it my own way. So he started his my own comic series called Image, his own publishing house called Image Comics. Nowadays, Image is huge. Image is the one who do Walking Dead. They do. Oh, all- that's all them. Okay. I thought that was. Are they associated with Dark Horse? Dark Horse? No, Dark Horse Dark is Horse? a DC franchise. Okay, gotcha. Um, so Image was made by like Ted or Todd McFarlane and all these other guys back then. Okay, gotcha. And his first original property was Spawn. That's Todd McFarlane's right. kind of climb to fame. He made the comic book Spawn. And Spawn is this really kind of 90s angsty superhero. Kind of dark, kind of gritty. Literally a Spawn from hell. Who, right. He's a guy he's who's all burnt to hell, and he's trying to he redeem He reminds me of Deadpool, except without the wisecracking. Yeah, he's pretty much more of a... It kind of reminds me of a, a version of Wolverine, where it's like... Okay. Wolverine's yeah, kind of like this, you know, hard-edged, badass guy. That's now, Spawn. let me ask this. Do you remember Soul Calibur 2? Yes. Do you remember how, depending on which console <laughs> yes. you bought it for... Did you have the PlayStation? I had the PlayStation. So you got Spawn. I got Spawn. We had the GameCube, so, <laughs> so we got, got Link. Link. Oh, yeah, I'm going to think... say you probably won out in that because yep. Link was a lot of Dude, fun to play. It was a badass bull- to play. The fact that you could do down A in in Soul Calibur was a little, little bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so Spawn has a kind of like a storied history. Like First of all, they're still making Spawn comics. It's, if you oh, I didn't realize that Spawn was still an ongoing series. Oh, yeah. That's it awesome. still makes Spawn. Now, Tom McFarlane, I don't think, does any of this. Like, he's not writing it or drawing it anymore. Right. But he he has made so many spinoffs of Spawn. There's like Dark uh, Ages Spawn. There's uh, there's it's Spawn like has Age become a franchise. Ultra. Yeah. Um, it became a cartoon actually on HBO back in the day. Really? They did an animated version That's of Spawn. That's why I never saw it. And it was an adult animated show, so it had like nudity and everything like that in animated form, and it was very edgy, very cool for its time. And then they made a Spawn movie. Um, which was also... I remember that somewhat. Yeah, it was the greatest thing. Who starred in that? Uh, all I remember is uh, ah, The Pest. What's his name? Paul... Uh, Giamatti? Yeah. He, no, we know. Not that. He's like, a... What? No. A uh, Puerto Rican guy. Uh, oh. Uh, anyway. He it. played the clown. So Spawn has this like, little short clown demon guy who's like his villain. But... Creepy. Yeah, it's, it's, it is creepy. Not creepy. So anyway... So they're making a new Spawn series, apparently. Todd McFarlane tweeted out pictures of the first animated shots of Spawn. The and it looks new, badass? It, it, I mean, it looks like Spawn, so it looks very 90s, which makes me laugh. So 90s. Uh, one thing that's cool about Spawn is they had these two side characters called Sam and Twitch. They were detectives that were essentially, imagine like hard-boiled detectives where... Just they hate their job. They they do what they have to. Exactly. But they actually got their cop. own spinoff series back in the day, where it was a comic book series that was just them d- dealing with this dark, gritty world that Spawn lived. What in. what is the the dog and bunny Sam and Twitch? 
no, oh, no, 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 I no, totally, no. I totally. It was know. a video game. Yeah, I think it was Sam and Max. Actually. Max, yes, Sam you're Max. right. Sam and Max. Thank you. It was a good game. Yeah, I was. I was surprised I got that right. Yeah. It's like that's very impressive. I'm proud. You, you can go back to sleep. It's okay. Wait, who is who's who are the detectives? <laughs> Sam and Twitch. No. What? Sam. In this, it's Sam and Twitch. It spawns the universe of oh, Sam and Twitch. That's weird. Sam and Max is what he Go was back to both. sleep, William. I think when when I was when I said Sam and Max is because I kind of thought that you said the detectives were Sam and Max. <laughs> <laughs> like, All right. Well, anyway, they're making a new show. I'm excited for it because it's 90s <laughs> fun, so and I love the right comic now. books back in the day. Yeah, no, it's it's exciting to see that come back. I would probably not suggest reading Spawn. No, back in the day, like if you go back and look at Spawn, it's very 90s. It's very, <laughs> oh, very, so very 90s. Very 90s art. You know it, what else is so very 90s? Saved by the Bell. Yeah, different type of 90s, but yes. You know what else is so very 90s? This is, could go on forever, but that yes. 70s what? show? Home Improvement. Her? Exactly. Uh, I would just be like, <laughs> name every 90s show was, ever. I uh, Mr. Wilson for Halloween one year. Wow. Did you have a fence? Did you have a fence? I did. I had a little yeah. fence that would cover my face. That's times. fantastic, actually. That's pretty that's good. That's a great idea. I'm okay with that. Yeah, okay. Um, moving on. So moving on. I That's probably enough to talk about Wait, Sam is that what you Twitch? did when you went up to everybody's house? Howdy, neighbor. I mean, that, that was the catch line. Howdy, yeah, I know, but is that what you did? I, I would say Howdy Neighbor. Good. Yes. I was actually working at a coffee shop at the time, so that worked out. Wait, actually, I don't know why that works out. Because I'm behind an espresso machine the whole time, so I have the little <sighs> fence up behind the espresso machine, and I would say Howdy Neighbor. Got it. Did they get it? Yeah, Sometimes. Some, some probably Most did. I mean, this was... The, the parents would. Yeah. Yeah, the was, adults would understand this. This was far enough back where... Sorry. More people knew about home improvement. Yeah, fair enough. Continue. That is All a right. fair point. So, my last topic is going to be something that just happened today, actually. Uh, Again, like right before the podcast was recorded. We recorded on Tuesday this week because I'm dumb and forgot that I work late tomorrow. Yeah, and I'm really nice, so I'm not making a big stink about it. (laughs) Yeah, not at all. You haven't mentioned it like three times or anything. You're not like falling asleep or getting all up on your mic and making me have to do more work. (laughs) So, Marvel... It is not food. (laughs) Marvel announced... Not yet, it's not. I haven't haven't boiled it yet. (laughs) Because it can't be dead. You haven't candied it? Oh, can you candy bacon mic. again? Maybe. That would be awesome. If you get me bacon. It's worth it. Okay. <laughs> Bring Deal. me bacon and I'll candy it. All right. So Marvel Studios uh, had a press conference today. They had pretty much announced their whole slate of Phase 3 of their comics. Okay. So now explain what Phase 3 means because... What was Phase 1 and Phase 2? So That's Phase true. 1 I was, was essentially... Yeah, you were actually... The first batch of Marvel movies. No, so, I, I, no, I mean I was here for the movies, but I wasn't. I don't. I don't think I've ever heard the terms Phase oh, One, really? Phase Two. Okay, phase so Phase Two was essentially all the Part Twos of all of those movies, and then that also Guardians of the Galaxy and Ant Man is going to be part of Phase Two. Right, and Iron Man Three was considered part. Yes, of Yes, that. that was part and of Phase Two. When is Ant Man going to come out? Um, soon. Anyway, okay, yeah, actually, soon is fine. Moving yeah. on. We, we've got actually a really nice order. They've announced July seventeenth, two thousand fifteen, Ant Man. There you See, go. I was going to say because you've got all the dates right there. Exactly. Yes. So technically, though, that's the last movie of Phase Two, and then mm. Phase Three is going to start May sixth, two thousand sixteen. Okay. So. And that's going to kick off with Captain America: Civil War. They confirmed the name. They confirmed the name Civil War. This is the Captain America we talked about before, about with Tony Stark being part of a main part of the plot. This this was our 
we think this is what's going to happen, and they've pretty much sealed the deal. The only thing that I'm kind of, not, I don't know if disappointed is the right word, mm. surprised about is that it's called Civil War. So I thought this was going to be a lead-up to Civil War, oh. and Avengers 3 would be Civil War. So what does that mean, well, Avengers 3? So this sounds like this is going to be the Civil War, This This is going to be Civil War, and the last two movies that they announced, um, which are going to be... 2000 may of 2018 and 2019 yeah essentially may and both so may 4th 2018 is going to be avengers affinity war part one i was going to say they've got to they've got to bring the guardians of the galaxy into well they're going to they're actually going to have a guardian okay let me go through the list here because there's actually nine movies which is funny because uh, phase one and phase two were each six movies so now it's going to be nine movies for this phase much more essentially compressed timeline so they're making nine movies in about the same amount of time so in three years we're gonna have captain america civil war doctor strange guardians of the galaxy 2 thor ragnarok ragnarok being the end of the world yeah i was yes. gonna say that that, that, Which, that yeah. is the norse uh, end of the world yeah. i was happy to see the word ragnarok because yeah it's a fun word I like yeah it. no it's a good one you've got a beard i think you should support ragnarok exactly right uh black panther is which that a is a new ip it's not a requirement. It's just encouraged. I think yeah. for any Norse it's, it's mythology, not, a beard. It's not like part. a. It's not like a. I mean, much, yeah. un- Uncle Jim. Uh, it's true. Anyway, I'm actually really excited about Black Panther. I did not think that they were going to do a Black Panther. Yeah, movie, that's really interesting. But I'm excited because sure, I actually really like Black Panther as a character because so he's really interesting. He's supposed to be a super intelligent. Mm-hmm. He's one of the most intelligent people in the Marvel universe, and B, he's the king of an African tribe. Which you know you can't go uh, wrong with that. Yeah, that's the story. That's like, and then he has superpowers. Yeah, yeah. and and is awesome. So I'm excited for that. That'll be a lot of fun so to see. That, that was one of the ones that no one knew was coming. No one knew about that. Black that came out of left field. Yeah, but it was awesome. So that's that's November third, two thousand seventeen. So May fourth, two thousand eighteen. We we have Avengers: Infinity War Part One. Note that part one. So they're splitting Avengers into two movies. Now, for those of you who aren't familiar with what the Infinity War is. The Infinity War is with Adam what's Strange. His name? Adam, no, it's not Adam. It's with um, Doctor Strange, West. but it's no. um, basically there was a character who has uh, made, who has gathered the Infinity Gauntlet, but because he wanted to basically be able to wield it, eat fairly, and not abuse its power, he expelled the evil side of him and the good side of him. So he is only logic. He is basically pure Vulcan. Um, and he, that's the person that currently holds the Infinity Gauntlet. So the, from the the little blurb blurb that they have in there, it makes it sound like the Infinity War is going to be more in tune to Infinity Gauntlet uh, with uh, Thanos. Because mm-hmm. Thanos actually... is in the Infinity War. Yes, but he's on the side of the Avengers and everyone else. They literally show Thanos with the Infinity Glove Gauntlet uh, on. And just oh, okay. Like so it's going to be okay. So it's going well, to be the Infinity Gauntlet. Which not really though, because I feel like they need to do that part first before they can do. Maybe that'll be part one and then part two. I was going to say you can't have a villain yeah. redemption story unless you're or, or a villain hero team up unless you've actually had the villain be. A and, villain. and here's the thing: I recently read the Infinity Gauntlet arc of yeah. books. Where, and where did you read them? I, I, buddy, lent it to me. Places. Can, can, can you can you give me some of that? Help her brother. Okay. Out? Sure. I thought I already gave it to you. 
No, you haven't given me shit. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I read through it, and I don't quite see how it would make a movie. It's a lot of standing around saying, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Uh, the same way they make Guardian Galaxy. I was going to say. They completely rewrite it. To be fair, <laughs> th- th- there was a lot of potential standing around in Guardians that wasn't really standing around. That's fair. All right, continue. All right, Here so... we are standing in a circle. <laughs> <laughs> so if, uh, if any war is in May in 2018, in July 2018, we have Captain Marvel. This is interesting because Captain Marvel is actually going to be Mrs. Marvel. Like yeah, it's going to be Dana. No, uh, something Danvers. Carol, Carol, Carol Danvers. It's, it's Carol, Danvers. Carol Danvers. Thank you. I Carol remember Danvers. because at one point there was a Spider-Man Miss Marvel kind of thing. Right, and she is the latest iteration of Captain Marvel. Yeah. So this is going to be the first female hero in a Marvel Cinematic Universe who is going to be the lead. Is, is is she Thor not preceding that? That's not going to be in not going to be in a movie. the movies. That's uh, just the comics. So she Thor is not going to be in a movie. That's a shame. Yes, eh, maybe not. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Fair we'll, enough. We'll see what the comics. Let's are like hold first. off and see how that does. Yeah. So uh, that's exciting. This is this is kind of interesting because DC kind of beat them to the punch because they announced a Wonder Woman movie already. So DC already announced that they're going to do a yeah, Wonder Woman movie. Yeah, but they movie. they announced a Wonder Woman movie alongside Batman, Superman. Like, oh yeah, we're going to have this woman here, and then we're going to get her into. But well, no, but they did say in our lineup we have it, a Wonder Woman movie, it, which was it, a big deal, I think, because yeah, it's true. If they do That's it right, not to be frowned if upon. they write, if they do it right, Wonder Woman has every potential to be as yeah. good as a Superman. Wonder Woman movie. is going to would be super badass. I I hope they do a good job with if it. If they follow the the new tack with the new Fifty Two comics, Wonder Woman has a very interesting history. They could almost do like a Thor thing with Wonder Woman, where she has this whole pantheon of gods behind her, and like yeah. there's Hades, and there's all this all this Just whole make stuff. Her she's Zeno actually warrior princess. Well, the thing and is, she's actually fine. the daughter of Zeus in the yeah. comics. Now it turns out she's oh, like a bastard child of okay, Zeus, and sure. like it's just there this whole go. thing. It's really cool, actually. I mean, to be fair, like everybody's the bastard child yeah, of Zeus. Exactly. Like all seriously, of, all of existence. <laughs> um, so that's that's July 2018. November 2018 is Inhumans, which is kind of surprising as well. That's a new. Property. Yeah, they're kind of like, hey, what? Guardians worked. Let's try this one. Yeah, which is going to be another, I feel, I feel like... <laughs> Your eye <laughs> when you do that. <laughs> I, I missed something. But, uh, yeah, so this is going to be another one of those things where they're going to try to do what Guardians of the Galaxy did, take a kind of unknown team and make it into a blockbuster hit, which I feel like, you know, they have a good track record so far. No reason to doubt them. Right, mm-hmm. and then they're going to wrap it all up with Part 2 of part the Infinity, two of Infinity War. Part 2 of Infinity War, uh, Avengers Infinity War Part 2, which is in May 2019. So that's pretty bad. It's really awesome to see their official lineup. I'm excited to see how the next couple of years play out, and I'm sure times will get kind of shuffled around. But. Yeah, uh, it might, but they've been pretty good about sticking to the. I was going to say so they, they, that's n- true. N- not to make a pun, but didn't they like throw down the the, the gauntlet on the on the release date? <laughs> the, like, the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, they yeah. threw it down actually. Uh, so yeah, they they seem pretty stu- uh, stuck to these dates, and I feel like. If they can hit Ant-Man on July 17th, they can yeah. do anything. Because they were competing Ant-Man's with DC. the hardest thing to do, I think, because it has pretty much been a completely rebooted production. Like three yeah. times. Yeah. Well, when that happens, when those come out, um, we will let you know about them and let mm-hmm. you hear our nerdy thoughts. I'm sure I will be either ranting or raving, hopefully raving, about hey, if they them stay, as they come out. If they stay as good as they have been, it'll be a rave for sure. Mm. Different kind of rave. Mm-hmm. I'm not on enough drugs for you to do that. Okay, then. <laughs> GG. 
GG. GG, yes. <laughs>